Hello everybody and thank you for joining us. You might have noticed that I've chosen a courtroom setting for our little talk today because of the subject that I want to consider with you. The subject of we want justice or do we? I thought I might begin by telling you a humorous story, or at least I think it's quite humorous, to illustrate a point that I'd like to make with you. Apparently many years ago there was a very wealthy spinster lady who owned a large stately home and the fashion was in those days was to line the entrance hall and the grand staircase with paintings, paintings of the people who had owned the house in the past or lived there right now. And so this lady decided that she would commission a painting of herself to be hung right at the top of the staircase and so that everyone entering the property would see her literally face to face. She found the best artist that she could. She dressed in her finest ball gown, ready to pose for her portrait. She had, however, just one final request for the artist before he began to paint. She looked him sternly in the eye and said, Now make sure and do me justice. To which the artist replied, it is not justice you require, madam, but mercy. I'm not sure if he was allowed to finish his painting after that or not. But hopefully you get the point. Justice is supposedly what we want in life. But what we really need is mercy. In the age in which we live today, people are very aware of their rights. Their right to this and their right to that. They want what is theirs by right, what is their due, what they deserve. In other words, they want justice. However, as a Christian, I am so thankful that from God, I am never going to get what I deserve. His justice is never going to fall on me. You see, I am very, very aware of what I deserve from God because of my sin. There is absolutely no doubt that in the courtroom of heaven, before God, I am found guilty. For God is righteous, he is holy, and I am a sinner by nature and by practice. And without going into specifics, I am very aware that I have offended against my God. We all have. The Bible tells us, and we also know through our own experience, that we all have sinned, fallen short of the standard required. Now, your sin, whether you consider uh, your offences to be serious or not, it brings us into the condemnation, into the judgment of God because of God's character of holiness and, and righteousness. He must see justice done. And the Bible tells us that it is appointed unto men once to die, but then after this, the judgment. And the Bible makes it clear that there is a day coming where the dead, small and great, no matter who we are, we will stand before God and the records of heaven will be opened and the dead will be judged out of those things that have been recorded. I know it's wonderful to consider, as I have done with you in the past, that God is a God of love. However, some take that and think, well, because God is a God of love, he, he would never punish sinners. He would never cast a soul into a lake of fire. 
But to think that way is to misunderstand who God is. You see, the Bible makes it clear that whoever is not found written in the Lamb's book of life will be cast into the lake of fire. God's word teaches us that God is not only the God who is the God of love, but God is also light. That means he both exposes what is wrong, he exposes sin, and he must judge the sinner. Can you imagine a courtroom? Uh, there, There has been a bank robber or a murderer on trial. They have been found obviously guilty. And then they're brought before the judge. And it is the judge's responsibility to pass sentence upon this guilty person. But the judge looks at the guilty person and says, Ah, I'm just going to let you go free. I'm going to let you off this time. Just don't do it again. You would think, what? What kind of judge is this? That's not justice. And you'd be right. And God, with us, doesn't just sweep our sin under the carpet, as it were, and pretend it didn't happen. He must see justice done. Now there's a problem. How can God remain true to his character of holiness and righteousness and justice, but at the same time remain true to his character of love and mercy and grace? How can he see justice done and yet be able to pardon us the guilty? The answer is his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Because the Lord Jesus is the complete opposite of us. He he truly is a sinless person, pure, holy. He therefore is able to stand in the place of the guilty, to take the punishment that is due to us. Says the Bible, he bore our sins, not his own sins, he bore our sins in his own body on that tree. He he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The punishment that brings us peace was upon him. The Bible says God laid on him the iniquity of us all, and that he tasted death for every person. It's clear that we are guilty. We've come to realise that before God, yeah, nobody's perfect. But we also have to come to the realisation that the Lord Jesus is the innocent one. And the scripture teaches us that he has died, the just one, for us the unjust. To reconcile us back to God again. And so because of the sacrifice of God's son on the cross, God's anger, his wrath, his justice has been met, has been dealt with. And 1 John 4 and 10 tells us, Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Propitiation meaning the the price-paying sacrifice for our sins. Now because God has provided his Son as that sin-paying sacrifice, Romans 3.26 tells us that he is able to be both just and the justifier, the pardoner, the acquitter of those who have faith in the Lord Jesus. He can 
both be just and see justice done and at the same time pardon you and me. And if you want to use legal language, acquit the guilty. The person who relies on the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus, who trusts him as their saviour. Says the Bible, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. A lovely hymn puts it beautifully. It says, because the sinless saviour died, my sinful soul is counted free. For God the just is satisfied to look on him and pardon me. You see, my dear friend, we might demand justice to be done. But you know, I am so glad that the just God has found a righteous way through Christ to carry out his justice and yet offer me and offer you a full and free pardon from our sin. So what about you? Where do you stand in the courtroom of heaven? Still guilty? Still with your sin unforgiven? With the wrath of God still hanging over you? For the Bible says, if you have the Son, God's Son, you have life. But if you have not the Son of God as your Saviour, then the, the wrath of God abides over you. Today, even right now as you watch this video, that can change. You can be assured of that pardon, that acquittal. God's full and free forgiveness can be yours right now through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 10 and 9 says, If you will confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe with your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Listen to the words of the Lord Jesus in John 5. He says, Truly, truly, I say to you, Whoever hears my word and believes in him who sent me has eternal life and does not come into judgment but is passed from death to life. What a transformation. And that can be yours right now. Instead of getting what you deserve, God's judgment, separation from God, eternal punishment, God grants you mercy then gives you what you don't deserve. Forgiveness of sins, peace with God, eternal life. And that's grace. So, we want justice. Or do we? Wouldn't you rather know God's mercy and his grace? I'm glad that has been my experience and will be my experience. And my prayer is that today, right now, that you will cry to God for mercy and you'll rely on the Lord Jesus Christ as your saviour and that you'll experience God's amazing grace.